0: I spoke to Feet in the Clouds author Richard Asquith in June of 2019 and he suggested humility was a helpful ingredient in preparing for my imminent attempt at the Bob Graham round. It sounds like you've got the right attitude. I think a bit of humility is always good to to get you round. I agree with Richard. Humility in the face of the BGR is vital. But not... In making a podcast about it. So, here we go with BGR, The Bob Graham Requiem, a symphony in three movements, part one, prelude, prelude. to a dream. I'm just going to do a little diary because this is a, a bit of a random, eccentric place to be. So, it's the 19th, it's uh, Wednesday, so attempt day on. Friday night and uh, I am at the Mini plant in uh, Oxford near the factory where they make the car uh, for the 50th anniversary of the Italian job film and I'm doing a bit here for work and um, I'm not really a car person, I'm not a car person at all in fact, Um, but my radio colleague Alex is an enormous fan of the film and of the Mini motor car and of cars in general, and so uh, it's like a dream come true to him. He's like a kid in a sweet shop. This
1: is an abnormally high vehicle. Care must be
0: taken. I'm now moving my work vehicle around to do an outside broadcast uh, from uh, the mini plant this afternoon, and um, whilst uh, there was a mini display team doing sort of, handbrake turns and uh you know parallel parking into a tiny gap swinging the back end around and all that sort of stuff in replicas of the red white and blue minis from the italian job film i was I had my headphones on and was listening to a message from helen hall
2: hi bob the instability can come from a protective thing where the the knee is doing a bit of healing and it needs a bit of help. Um, and I'll just video you now the the taping for that. Now that I'm reunited with my tape, um, and also it can come from trigger points. So I'm going to send you. I'm just going to take. I'm going to find my trigger point book because uh, very very often when muscles are fatigued, little trigger points, which are like um, if you imagine. A muscle cramping, uh, a trigger point is a few muscle cells cramping. Uh, But if enough muscle cells cramp along the length um, of a muscle fibre, then the muscle ends up really not being able to do uh, its job. And a buckling knee uh, is very often a sign of a row of trigger points in the quads, and I'm going to send a picture of the ones that I mean, and you can you can give it a go of treatment. I'll, I'll make a little video about it. Let
0: me just do up my belt so that beeping stop. <laughs> go. Yeah, I've been talking to her about my knee and. So yesterday I was doing these kind of knee extensions, sat down.
2: Sitting with your feet up and then using a toe extension, high arch, sucked in heel, which creates a full subination to then create the full knee extension and then letting go.
0: Straightening the knee and um, flexing the foot. I'm just doing it
2: methodically. And
0: that did You're seem really to work. You know, this morning and then I thought, oh, OK, this is a bit less painful. So then I got in touch with her this morning and just said, uh, you know, those, those extensions you got me doing that that seems to have made things a little bit better i'm I'm on my feet a lot today i'm out on a you know with work i'm out at a thing and blah, blah blah so she then sent me this little message back that i'm listening to whilst watching this mini display thing about little exercises that i can do with my knee whilst i'm stood up
2: so we can use your standing upright today so all it is is get grounded in both feet and you turn, we've done this before, you turn away. So if you're turning towards the right leg, the right leg straightens and the left knee buckles. With the pelvis you're taking the left knee into an open knee.
0: So then I start doing those whilst watching this display thing. So, it just involves sort of bending a knee and twisting slightly it just makes me look like i'm doing a slightly camp hello sailor turn to the left and then to the right most entertaining and a bit surreal it's silly
2: and just keep opening and closing that knee without stressing it just pumping it to heal it
0: i do feel slightly optimistic again
2: it's amazing what you can do in a few days
0: She's magic, even by phone.
2: Amazing, always amazing, be amazed.
0: She hasn't seen me doing anything.
2: Expect to be amazed.
0: Taped up my knee thanks to instructions from her.
2: Okay, let me know.
0: The better preparation would have been to have done more of an active taper. All I've done is abruptly fallen off a cliff in terms of exercise. So, basically, when it comes to attempt day, it would have been two weeks since I did that 13-hour yomp back and forth along leg three. I should have come to Rossett Pike but it got lost. Thankfully I caught up with a guy, a young man called Liam from Scotland. Just about to finish his physics degree. Uh, we had plenty of time to chat because we then spent a good couple of hours together uh, as he realised as he thought that we hadn't I, I was way back behind the stickles again so I'd, I'd done some kind of uh, odd loop. Anyway, so then we Go back up, we find the Pike of Stickle, then we find Rossett Pike, then we go to Bowfell and Esk Pike where Liam leaves. He was going back uh, downwards then and I carry on to Esk House where there's oh, a down- some marshals because and then on the Tuesday afterwards I did a short run which hurt my knee over about 45 minutes and then that's it and I now feel like I might be rested and maybe some of the aches and pains will have gone it's just am I carrying enough, enough fitness will the rapid recovery from aches and pains hold I don't know will my own mental frailties stand up to the test but I feel a bit more optimistic than I did the other day Welcome to our podcast about the Bob Graham Round. A 66-ish mile run in the Lake District up and over 42 of England's tallest mountains in under 24 hours. Recorded throughout 2018 and 2019, this is an audio account of a year preparing for and attempting the BGR. These are our Bob Graham Sounds. Just walking back from the station my long day at the mini plant and I've got a sore left knee, quite sore and so some of that elation from this morning has gone. I'm also aware that at that point I had taken painkillers and they've definitely worn off now. I haven't taken any more through the day so I'm being realistic and trying to be rational and my knee hurts and when it's got painkillers it doesn't hurt so come Friday I'll take painkillers set off the, the slightly, well the sad thing is I'm not really enjoying this period now our WhatsApp group is abuzz with chatter nervous chatter obviously I remember the tension of last year even just being the road support there was a quite a nervous energy but now I've got real fear uh, I don't really know whether to Let anyone know about
2: it or not. So, yeah, still quite muted. Mark Kennedy added Giles to the group.
1: A brief introduction to our crack team. Nick is the guardian of the group's lexicon, as well as being the guru of all Lake Speaks. Bob is our style and conscience. Mike is a sage, and generator of improbable tales. Tano are looks, and running style. Gabor our protector, and sense of calm. Tim is our inner strength, and primal scream. Patrick is the god of mountain safety, and night maneuvers. Chris is the BGR king, and savior of rounds. Giles, you and Matt will make your own mark no doubt, this year.
0: Team leader, that is the best summary of the match day squad that I have ever, and will ever read. Nick, who is Mark in the squad? Apart from TL, I have faith in you. Smiling face with sunglasses. Thanks Gabor. Mark is the foundation, the rock, the captain, calmly charting a course through whatever the ocean throws at his crew. More importantly, he is Michael's younger brother and mentee. Uh, third little entry of Wednesday the 19th, two days before D Day. I've taken some ibuprofen, which I think has eased the ache, and I think it's just ache. A long day stood up at an outside broadcast always makes for achy legs by the end of the day, so I'm bearing that in mind. Also, I'm just reminding myself of the people I read about in Richard Ascus's book, you know, the people of yesteryear doing it even when Richard Asquith said in the interview that he did it which was only 15 years ago there was no GPS watches uh, and sat-nav confirmation that you're on the right route that sort of thing and so with modern equipment with the people that I'm doing it with their experience the weather it looks like we've got everything is okay eat regularly drink regularly keep going Keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm not going to stop, not going to drop out. I'm going to keep going and get it done in whatever time. That's the pledge. Fantastic ramblings tonight, chaps. I've just caught up. We are a team I am proud of. Even greater as a unit than the fine individuals described above. I'm looking forward immensely to spending the weekend with you all.
1: It's Sunday. These that I remember singing songs and drinking wine while you're
3: Hi Bob it's Tim Hale and I just wanted to share with you a tune that will always remind me of my own Bob Graham round it came on on the radio when I was on my own the day after Tano and I had completed the Bob I was driving into Keswick to, to meet Tano to reflect on the adventures of, of the day before it was a beautiful sunny day I was driving down a beautiful country lane and Lay Me Down by Crosby and Nash came on the the radio. I'd never heard it before, but it was absolutely beautiful. I think yeah, the endorphins were were definitely coursing through my bloodstream still, so I felt amazing, and it it, it was just such a beautiful song. And it reminded me of the time the day before when I'd when I had laid down in the river to cool myself off at Wasdale and I took far longer than I should have done (laughs) in that river but it was absolutely beautiful dipping my head under the water and hearing the bubbling water so yeah it will always remind me of the Bob Graham and hopefully you'll you'll get your own tunes that remind you of, of your same experience
0: even though it's hard to know just
1: how the story ends the road is long and it's It's time on that you can depend Lay me down in the river And wash this place away
0: Right, it's the 20th today. It's the day before. Tomorrow night at midnight. We'll be setting off. Uh, It's a Thursday and I'm just driving to work via the post office collection point because my tracker arrived yesterday and it needed signing for and there was no one in so rather me. I'm having to go out to the other side of Portsmouth to collect it but I had the email last night from the guy at the tracker place so you can see the link and the route there, just waiting for our little dots to appear on the screen for people to follow Uh, once we switch on the trackers uh, a few minutes before we set off and the email was addressed to all the people doing the BGR this weekend and when you click on the link there's quite a few groups setting off I think there's about five so I'd seen from the Bob Graham Facebook group that some of them are setting off at different times to us and some of them are setting off with the intention of doing quite a faster Quite a lot faster pace than us, they're aiming at a sort of 20, 21 hour pace we're setting off with the intention of 23 hour pace uh, so that's all exciting, in terms of my knee it's not hurting this morning, I have taken painkillers again, so today I'm going to try and rest quite a lot, I've got these uh, stretches exercises from Helen to do which are done seated and then I'm sort of there with the knee there's nothing more I can do with that my other anxiety is about the cramps and, and their sort of improbable, irrational nature of them. I just don't want them to come back during leg one and scupper things for me early on. So I'm going to have the vinegar to drink towards the top of Skidor. I will also make sure I drink some electrolyte or eat a pack of crisps or something on the way up so that I've got salt in my system and I'm going to talk to the leg one supporters and Mark and just have the fallback option of Mark going ahead if I get the cramps and then I'll just take it slowly and catch up even if I lose an hour we were going on a 23 hour schedule even if I lose an hour in that first thing then I've still got time to finish maybe under 24 hours if I get going and there's a lot of time to be clawed back so that is my, that is my plan that's my risk assessment I suppose and since, I've got to remember since I last had those cramps I haven't cycled at all I've done a lot of downhill running, so much so that I've hurt my knee, but that's getting better. I've taken electrolytes every day. I've been having a spoonful of awful pickled juice vinegar for the last fortnight, so it should be okay. Just driving home from work on the 20th. The day before, and I was just listening to War on Drugs and Under Pressure, which I remember using as a soundtrack to the attempt last year when Tim and Tano got round. Because as a supporter, and I was only the driver, then I did feel under pressure, and I think we all did, to not screw it up. It felt Quite a burden to not get it wrong for anyone but that's perhaps because that was the first time any of us had made a serious attempt an attempt that was likely to or had a chance at ending in success and I just sort of feel a realisation a dawning realisation perhaps that I'm not under pressure this year and I'm not going to put myself under any pressure I've just had a decision, made a decision today that my mantra for this attempt is gratitude, adventure and friendship. Pulling together some of the wisdom given to me from various of the guests that I've spoken to, gratitude was definitely something that Ricky Gates, the American ultra runner,
2: said. It's just how lucky we are to even be able to attempt something like this. I I truly believe that, you know, to have two good legs and a heart pumping blood and to be surrounded by supportive people and I just think that the opportunity to even step foot in front of Moot Hall and pretend you're going to do something like that is is amazing and to really put in the effort is uh, truly a, a unique opportunity. We're the ones that make ourselves do it, but still I think it's a unique uh, chance to, to be able to do that.
0: You're lucky to be there. People put themselves out for you. You've got money, you've got your fitness, you've got your health, you've got a beautiful country with trails you can get to and mountains to run on. So, yeah, be grateful for that. And I am really grateful for a lot of people. and just thankful for where I'm going to be, so I'm going to keep that in mind, adventure. It just takes you to a place which we're not used to going. Everything's so comfortable in life. To suddenly be tested and pushed, there's something, it's not necessarily pleasurable and enjoyable, but there's something intense about getting into that space and also very satisfying to come through it Mm -hmm. and and you feel like you've been somewhere you've journeyed you feel like you've changed you can even in one race you can feel like you've come out a different person somehow stronger internally than you were when you went in which is quite an amazing thing to go through in a weekend (laughs) that is as opposed to results I'm gonna just be out there for the adventure out there to make the most of the big day in the hills pushing myself further than I've ever gone in terms of time on my feet running an adventure some of those bits of the Bob Graham I've never done I've never run up Fairfield or down seat sandal I've not done leg one for years I've never done leg four ever so it's going to be exciting and and it's an adventure and I don't mind honestly whether I do it in under 24 hours or not it's an adventure and I'm just going to take it on that value. and then the friendship I really learned that on that solo day I'm doing it with one of my oldest friends Beanie, my best mate from school who I've known now for 30 years, and it's going to be an absolute privilege and a joy to have him being our support for leg four and five. He's coming along to the Dunmail stop as well, so that's great. And then all the other people that I've got to know through Beanie connecting me with this group, it's going to be brilliant. You made it, Diggy. Hooray. Hello, Tano. Hello, hello. Oi. Hi. How's Hey,
1: Bob. So, Michael, it's through. Hello Gabor. Hello, how are you doing? I, I don't want to call out other team members because I will look like it. <laughs> you said he wasn't up for this trip either physically or socially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we all thought was brilliant, you know, instead of just saying oh I've got a bit of a niggle and I don't feel up to it physically like, and I'm not mad keen on any of yeah, you. Yeah, I don't
0: want to see <laughs> but, any of you either. But, but. <laughs> Mark, who I'm doing it with, is so thorough and organised and committed to it. so deeply embedded in the research and the recceing, the navigational angles and dotted every I, crossed all the T's. And so a great person for me as a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants type to do an attempt with. Tim and Tano coming back after all their experience last year to help us. And then Gabor, who I only met last year. Chris Ellen, who I only met last year. Matt, who I only met a month ago. Giles, who's been roped in to come and be the road support. So it's going to be brilliant. And that is a, a great joy. When I did that solo run a week or so ago, it's lonely and nowhere near as much fun. <laughs> so... So that's my mantra, and as a result, I do feel the pressure lifted. I'm going to do all of the right things, all of the right prep, all of the little neuroses, reassuring little ticks, and so on. But then I'm just going to relax. Just remember gratitude, adventure, and friendship. calm down here. The arrival of a new day. It's uh, 7.32 on event day 21st of June And I'm just waiting At my local station Fratton in Portsmouth Having walked here Ridiculously early <laughs> I've now got Well actually only 9 minutes to wait for a train But I would never normally Leave it with this amount of time to wait for a, a local train I just need to get to Southampton to get on the long distance one. I'm carrying three bags, a rucksack an enormous carrier bag full of food and rather ridiculously two two litre bottles of electrolyte drink. And so I'm going four litres of quite heavy water uh, all the way to the Lake District probably could have filled up with water in the Lake District they do have it there and then obviously my bag with all my kit in it so fairly heavily laden but it's not too bad and Mark's sent a text to the guy who sent us the trackers that we've paid for the trackers so he knows what time we're leaving tonight so that's all official I don't think there's any other lists any other things to do I need to do a bit of shopping because of uh, fresh foods fruit and a couple of sandwiches and a pork pie for my road stops That aside, I don't think there's anything else to do other than sit on the train and read, listen to calming playlists. (laughs) Day, but it's kind of exciting and momentous, so I want to capture some of that stocked up on food for the train journey.
1: Select from list quantity needed.
2: The last week tends to be a bit manic. Supporters start to decide they don't know where they're going and ask you lots of questions. Quantity needed. You just want to have sort of everything sorted out so that on the day you can just, or the day before, you can just pack up. Go very quickly. Select from list. So I think that's what I do. I start checking like my head torch is making sure I've got enough batteries and they're all Quantity needed. charged up, and if I need any socks or anything like that, getting them ordered. And then trying to get enough sleep and eat sort of fairly well. Select
1: payment type transaction. Use pin pad to complete transactions. Thank you for using the MCR Southside Checkout. Uh, Well, it's the lead up to the attempt this evening at around midnight. I'm running leg two, which is the right decision because, much as I would love to have supported on leg three, I just think I would have been a bit of a liability really. Training wise, I've, as usual, been out on the bike a lot. Which helps, but obviously isn't proper training at all. In terms of running, I did the Wolfdale half a couple of weeks ago. Last week, I ran up Ingleborough. I should be fine for sporting on leg two. It's that moment when you're sitting in the car park at Threlkeld and you see you see the head torches bobbing away way down those spines off Glencathra, and it's still black at that point, but it quickly becomes light. We should be setting off about three from there. And then it's making sure you've got the the right kit. You've got to think a bit about your own kit, but obviously you're really going to be thinking about the main runner you're supporting, my my brother in this case, Mark. And then it's out of that car park up Clough Head, which seems to go on forever. But um, we should be reaching that as the sun's coming up. It should be really nice. Then the descent to Gris del Tarn, I'm not I'm not great descending, but I'm hoping my mud claws are going to be better than my knackered salons I was wearing last time I'm hoping to be at Honister in the evening and do leg five which would be nice and then really hoping we can be at Moot Hall for sort of coming up to midnight within the time both Bob and Mark and everybody's in one piece and it has been no disasters so looking forward to it I think I've packed everything I've had my crisis, I thought my wallet had been stolen for no apparent reason so I've had my little mini crisis for the day so hopefully that's that's the only one. Everything's in place, off we go.
3: Hi Bob and Mark, it's Tim. It's half five on the 21st of June. I think that date will have been etched into your mind for quite a while now and I think the 22nd of June will be even more so for for many years to come. So just really wanting to wish you both the very best of luck. Looking forward to supporting you. Give it everything and enjoy it. Have a great day. All right, cheers guys.
0: Thankfully all our trains ran to time, nobody got stuck on the M6 and we all made it to Keswick. I did a quick trip to the most expensive supermarket chain in the UK, Booths, and stocked up on those packet sandwiches and pork pies for my rest stops, and we all went to an Italian restaurant for a big pasta meal. And then to bed. Mark in his, me and mine, separate rooms, he recorded this final piece of audio diary on the eve of his Bob Graham round. Sadly, we'll never know what philosophical, psychological, physical state he was in because I don't think he'd plugged the headphone jack properly into his phone. Go in. But I did manage to capture my own few words as I laid my head on my soft bed and breakfast pillow. Just a quickie. I've got three hours and three minutes of possible sleep. It's almost eight o'clock on Friday night. And uh, I'm shaking with nerves, but just going to try and sleep. Got a quiet hotel room to do that in. So, um, nothing more that can be done now. Get up at 11, go through the motions, get going at midnight. Don't panic. Gratitude Adventure Friendship